Radio 92.9, the game. Stake Shapiro, Rusty Manziel, the number one sports talk station in Atlanta. And uh, the station that is uh, delivering for you, home of the Falcons, Atlanta United, Atlanta Hawks. I don't know. When's the last time the Hawks played? Like 11 days ago? My God. Seems like it's been a big gap. They got Brooklyn tonight. A lot of uh, Quinn Snyder lamenting Jalen Johnson of late. Um, listen, we'll, we'll get into the Hawks with Rusty down the line. He's asking the same thing of the Falcons as the Hawks. Literally, he's almost asking the same thing. They both could be playoff teams. They both are looking up at powerhouses around the NFC. In the uh, case of the Hawks, it's the Boston Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, even Indiana now. Everyone's talking about Halliburton and uh, Buddy Heald and, um, and Miami and just, like, where, what are we? You know, that's all – like, what are we? We just yeah. – are we in this just for blank and giggles, or are we really going to find a way to the top of the Eastern Conference? Are we going to find a way to compete in the NFC with Dallas, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Detroit? Same question in the Eastern Conference to me, Rusty, because I look over at, at, at the Barkley City, guarantees the Celtics win it all. I don't know about that, and I'm not trying to you know talk about where I came from other than I look at them and I go, oh, Jalen, Porzingis, um, Drew Holiday, and Jason Tatum. Yeah. Like, that looks like a team that's going to have a couple of rings. I look over here and I'm going like, okay, we got Trey and, J- and uh, Jalen's come on and DeJounte. But, like, you know who what, frustrates what, else are we, what else are we doing? You know what frustrates me is I will we'll transition into the Hawks shortly. But I do start peaking. And what frustrates me is the Celtics are always going to be good. The Lakers are always – they're either going to be yeah. good or they're going to be trying. They're going to yeah. be trying. Yeah, they're in the mix always. The Timberwolves? Are super freaks. Yeah. Why can't Atlanta have a team every three or four years of something? Well, they've got they've got the 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 guy in Anthony Edwards. They've got the guy. And Trey Young's a very good player. He's not the guy. Anthony Edwards is the guy, and they're surrounding him. They're surrounding him. Yeah, and 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 they're getting better. And I think there's a lot of comparisons because the the Hawks are a ten seed or a nine seed. The Falcons are the last, you know, maybe the worst record to get in the playoffs. And if I think folks want more. So that's what we should hold our uh, uh, teams to. Go get more players. Go be in the hunt. That's part of the conversation. Another conversation. I just put it up on social media. He is the most talked about guy around the sports coverage, television, of anyone else. And that's Pat McAfee who yesterday, we'll play that cut in a second. Do we have what he did on game day? So Pat McAfee came to Athens for what game was it, Rusty? Um, was that Ole Miss? Is that the Ole Miss game? Yeah, Ole Miss, okay. yeah. And called, he, the, called the dogs. Yeah, he did this. This was fun. No, no, I want the call. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, he calls the dogs. And get him fired up in Athens. In Athens. Then he does this. I apologize. Thanks, Data. He does this on game day 
They're inside the convention Saturday. center. This is Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. 29 straight wins, back-to-back national champions. What's that coming down the track? It's me, the sheet in the red and black. So he makes his pick. Before the pick, he gets the cheer, and then he picks Bama, where he was right, by the way. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Georgia fans, disgruntled, felt like they were being taunted. I'm just going to tell you this, and I said many times before, um, I I don't know a lot about a lot. There's a lot of people out there that know how to, you know, cook a five-star meal and build an engine from scratch and, and, and are great with numbers and everything. I know talent in the sports world. I've been around it. I've hired a lot of people. That was a tremendous entertaining move. That was great television. That was classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's where he is. That was funny. That was great. That's that's something you're not going to get from David Pollock, and no offense against David Pollock. Pat McAfee's different. Then yesterday, he goes on Stephen A. Smith's show, yep. and he tells you uh, not only does he ruffle feathers by referencing guys been fired, he tells you what he thinks of Georgia fans this year getting under his skin. We fired all the people that were here and were great people at ESPN. It was my show's fault. And then on game day, David Pollock got let go. Uh-huh. David Pollock, who I am a massive fan of, yeah, one of the greatest well. Bulldogs of all time, right. a dude who was very good to me. Obviously, I took his spot. So Georgia fans all year, not necessarily the biggest McAfee fans. Now, with that being said, I was very nice to them. I was very cordial to them. But in the biggest moment in front of them all, it was a nice little reminder that, hey, yeah, you can go to hell, too, for what you said to me all year. That just lets Georgia fans know that they're getting under his yeah, they got under And skin. let me tell you something. The next time McAfee comes to Athens, they will, be, they will have the wagon circled. Right. And the entire show, they will be on him. It won't take one time to pick. He, next time he calls the dogs – He'll get a little response. Well, listen. I, I mean, it's, listen. I love this. That I understand Pat your side of it. McAfee went and left the NFL as a successful punter. Went into sports media, making three million a year as a punter. Making three million a year. Dude was getting paid. Wow. He builds a broadcast career. Builds his own team. Everybody wanted him as a free agent. He was Shohei Atani. ESPN got him. They brought him there, and he was being facetious when he said, I got David Pollock fired, I got Steve Young fired, whatever. Go get yours. And he got everybody around him paid. Six guys, eight guys, ten guys. Listen, Pat McAfee is an entertainer. ESPN was going in the wrong direction because a bunch of old dudes were spending time with the network. Cable television business model was broken, and they wanted to shake it up. Pat McAfee is entertainment. Reese Davis isn't. Reese Davis is fine. There's 10 Reese Davises out there. There's only a few Pat McAfee's. I admire the guy. It's a strange look at first. You got, I've watched the show now. I keep it on in my office all day long because he's got great guests on there. And I, I give a thumbs up for Pat McAfee. You may not be the demographic, but ESPN had to say, we have got to mix it up. Yeah, they gave kind of, I mean, to, to, for lack of a better term, they they brought the entertainment side of wrestling 
and that heel. They brought the and heel. And by the way, he's in wrestling. Yeah. Because yeah, he's done yeah. that as well, right? They brought the heel. By the way, on my own three app, I just got a notification. Brock Vandergriff has verbally committed to Kentucky. Okay, so that has happened. Just Thank broke. you for yep. that. Um, so 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. They are getting eyeballs. They are getting conversation. They have a guy that is fearless. They have a guy that gets Nick Saban on every week. They have a guy that gets Aaron Rodgers on every week. They have a guy that gets the biggest name in sports on every week. He's different. I admire him. There's no jealousy. I don't. Of course, it's shtick. I mean, I hear these girls. Oh, I've seen that before. It's a bunch of shtick. There's no. There's no substance. What? What? What does that mean? There's no. Okay. There's no substance. It's foolishness. Like, you know. Listen. I as I've said before. If you want me to give you a pristine, a pristine breakdown of the Falcons and whether they should run a 3-4 or 4-3, I'm not that guy. If you want to know, you know, um, what adjustments are going to be making in the NBA playoffs to try to, you know, get the ball out of Trey Young's hands and and why we should be running a zone, like, okay, those are I, – I guess I could do it, but that's not the show I, I choose to do. I completely get what Pat McAfee's doing. He's getting paid more because he brings more eyeballs, because he's more entertaining. Because he gets more guests. That's why he's getting paid. Okay. The, the Saturday picking Alabama was damn good TV. Damn good. The comments yesterday to the hell with you Georgia fans, that's a little bit over the it line. It was petty let to a degree. Something. Let me tell you something now. Dude's making money. But you'll have to come back to Athens sooner or later. And I, but I don't. What he said was, "You can. You're a pain in the ass too, or whatever he called he the Georgia let them fans. Know they were in his skin. Yeah, and don't think that ain't gonna be ramped. Listen, up. he was at Chuck's the night before oh, yeah. game day. Yeah, and those ladies and two women said, "You don't have a right to wear a Georgia jersey." This is David Pollock's town. I love how these older guys in my business are like. He's just he he he's playing uh, when he was wearing the Georgia jersey. Here, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just sucking up. What whatever, dude. Okay. And you're a sports talk radio guy in Atlanta, Georgia, and this guy makes 20 times what you make. So g- g- give him Dude, credit. He is, if, he is ridiculously it, successful. If I have to roll. Insanely successful it, okay. with his brand. He wore an Oregon shirt last week, and now he's calling the dogs. Okay. Seems to be working for him. Last I checked, he's the highest paid guy there next to Stephen A. Smith and a few others. I give him a thumbs up, and I give him uh, I don't knock the hustle. But don't take yourself so friggin' – it's sports, man. It's sports. Florida State fans, okay. Let me tell you something. In in the spectrum of of pain, them getting left out of the playoffs – I don't know if you heard me say this yesterday, Rusty. There's the 28-3 Falcon fans. That's a devastating moment in our city. And then there's you getting left out of the playoffs, of which you weren't going to win anyway. Okay? You weren't winning two games. I feel bad for you. Don't blow off the orange ball. Life isn't over. Like, losing games is a lot worse than not getting that invitation on a year where you didn't have your quarterback. So, let me just say that. Like, don't take yourself so freaking serious. The, a senator's writing a letter. The president's writing a letter. We're going to Congress. We're going to... What? Don't take it in general. I don't mean to get off on a rant. Pat McAfee, I give you a thumbs up. You want to talk about any of that? 404 726 All right? That's what we're saying here. 10 o'clock hour brought to you by Man Cave. Visit mancavestore.com. Visit your man cave. I'm, we're going right to the Senate with this. We're going right to the White House. How dare you? It's 1014 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Ooh.
now more of the Steakhouse. Make some damn noise. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. You got a comment on Pat McAfee? We'll take your calls. Do we have calls on that? I don't know. You got a lot going on here. Very busy people. Steak and Rusty Menzel. We will talk if you want to talk. 404 726. My timeline's a little different. Oh, oh, 0929. Go ahead. My timeline's a little different comments. It's it's stuff I probably can't say on air. But I'm also got a a large Georgia following. And they're like. Listen, when the Georgia people aren't happy with you, and I can raise my hand. (laughs) When Stetson Bennett decided to send a note calling me, what was it, Mr. Mr. Steak, Steak and Shake? Mr. Steak. Mr. Medium Rare. Mr. Medium Rare. And then Medium Rare. Steak and Shake, nobody cares for your work. Listen, the Stetson Bennett letter that he wrote to me, I thought it was funny. I thought the back and forth, I thought my comments were absolutely warranted to say, get off your phone. You're better than this. It's a day you should be celebrating and you weren't at your best. We later learned that Stetson absolutely wasn't at his best. For numerous reasons. But I listen, I'm a huge fan of everything he did. I think he's the biggest legend probably in Georgia football history. We went back and forth, big, but they big, got angry with me. They, you know, when it comes to you, you looked at me and said, young man, you're going to have a, cu- a rough couple of days. You were in the next day, right? Oh, dude, I had security walk me to the door to get here. And I was like, <laughs> I, listen, I didn't go to, to Jamaica with Steak. Steak, I just worked with him on Wednesdays, you know? <laughs> you weren't one of my buddies, you know. One of the dogs he not gonna me, Not going to lie. I was sitting there Tuesday night going, what in the hell am I about to walk into? Well, I was morning? at and dinner. And you were here and you were like, hey, man. I, I was at dinner, and uh, <laughs> I go, oh, damn. I go, what? I go, Stetson Bennett just wrote me a letter, and he just, you know, blew me up or whatever he tried to do. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of good natured, a lot of it, because he's never on Twitter. That's the thing. He's never on there, Rusty. So when he decided, so I so I know what Pat McAfee is feeling the wrath of dog fans. It doesn't matter that it may have been good natured when he said to them, "What did he say? You can kiss my butt too," or yeah. you know. Yeah. But you know that's how fans are. I've been in it long enough. If I was in my 30s and that happened, and I and someone said, "You're in the New York Post today. Why the New York Post decided to run a story about me and Stetson Bennett and go back and forth about that whole thing?" But I mean. I, I'm I'm battle hardened from a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. So I understand it. Pat McAfee doing his thing, firing people up. Looks and the numbers speak for themselves. I think his show's doing great. Middays, um, they had a morning show with Max Kellerman, yep. Keyshawn Johnson, and yep. Jay Williams. Yep. No humor, no entertainment, no fun, no jobs. At least this guy ask me ask fun. me how many times I watched that show, right. ever. You, you it, was, it was stiff as a wedding oh, dress. Exactly right. Thanks. So, All right, a couple of things. I, I will say this, though. I got a user on Dogs HQ, and his screen name is Mr. Medium Rare, and his icon picture is you. Oh. Every day I look at that, I laugh every time he comments. Mr. Medium Rare. That's funny. All right, a couple of things before we get to uh, belly up to the bar without Sandy. We, we find our way through it. Do you know about this Mr. CJ, who's a musician who wrote a song about our show. Have you heard this? I have not, man. All right. So CJ. We're about came, to play it? Yeah. He, That's he, what I'm talking about. He fixed a version of it, added some people, took some people who are not on the show anymore off it. And we just, I don't know, he got lost in the shuffle, right? He got lost in the Steak Shapiro ADD shuffle. Like, I, I was going to run it, and then it, uh, I didn't get to it. And he came up to us at the uh, reverb at Hard Rock right next to the stadium. He said, do you guys not like the song? I'm going to let the listeners decide how much we like it or not. But I was like, 
No, it's not that we didn't like it. We should have ran it. I just think it, you got lost in the shuffle. So he rewrote it. That's what I'm talking and, about. And here is the new version. What are we calling this? The Steakhouse Just the anthem? Theme, theme, theme song. And in, 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 in lieu of Rusty Rock's. Getting a bye week. Bye week. Bye yep. week for Rusty Rocks. Got to rest up. I man. want, because you are the music guy. You are up. you are the guy that yep. everybody looks forward to hearing. Tell me what you think of this. It's about 60 seconds. Okay. Um, we can stop in the middle or let it run right through. So tell me what you think. CJ. I see you, day day. Boom. Let's go. This ain't no takeout. Welcome to the steakhouse. Come on in. This ain't no takeout. You're entering the steakhouse. The three strikes. Things I learned. Let's talk it. What's on your mind? Is it a falcon? Yeah. Gray? Huh? Hawks? Yeah. United? They're barking. They're biting when them dogs get excited. Uh-huh. It's steak. It's Sandra. Rusty and Drew New Anthem. The game when you riding with me rolling through Atlanta. This ain't no takeout. Welcome to the steakhouse. This ain't no takeout. You're entering the steakhouse. You're entering the steakhouse. It's kind of got a little like outcast vibe to it a little bit. It's got a little. It's got a really good intro beat. I, I think it's really strong. That's pretty. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty that's strong, cool, right? That's pretty damn cool. I thought there. they had Bo and Day Day in. There's another. It's, 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 a, it's at the beginning. That's at the start. Yeah, it's right oh, at yeah, the start. Oh, right. Okay, play that beginning again for me, if you don't want. Nice little beat to start. CJ. I see you, Day Day. Bo, let's go. Day Day, oh, Bo, let's Day, go. Day Bo, let's go. And you know what that means, steak. Bo and I are renegotiating things. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, listen, be careful. You may have your name on the on the on the uh, monarch, the uh, marquee. But first guys mentioned, right out of the gate, Bo and Day. It's also I like the way he's like, okay, we're getting ready to get going. These guys are ready to rock and roll. Um, so Rusty Rocks, what do you give that? I mean, to you, I'm still trying to process that. That's a that's a pretty damn good song right yeah. there. So I got We're going to give one more run here in a second. What do you think about the ver? Uh, this ain't no takeout, baby. This is a steakhouse, right? Like takeout meaning like this ain't no thirty-two dollar brisket pie. No, no, we're walking in there. You got to get time. in and sit down. Let me hear a little bit more of it one more time. There we go. Ain't no takeout. You're entering the steakhouse. Okay. Let's talk it. One of my one of my best sources, and I won't mention his name, just texted me and said, and I quote, "That thing hitting." Yeah. Dude, I think we're on to something. All right. I, I, listen, so maybe this is where. That's one of, that's one of my guys now. Start, what do you that's say, Bo and Day Day? Let's hear from the I team. Think it's, I think it's good. And, of course, we love our names being dropped in there because we are part of the, and I would yeah. call oh, us dude. integral parts dude, of the show. No he doubt. is missing one element, though, because he got pretty much everything in there. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> two hours. Fast <laughs> two hours. Right? Two, two hours. hours. All right. Let's do the uh, belly up, shall we? What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I don't know about Kirk Herbstreet having it out for the ACC or being all in with the SEC, but one guy's not pretending. Paul Feinbaum gets on the air, and uh, let's just say he knows his bread is butter with the Southeastern Conference and getting after the Big Ten. He says this about Michigan. No? Oh, sorry. Dated, what did he, sorry, we don't have the cut. Um, what did he say about Michigan, essentially? We will not recognize them as a national champion. Uh, Basically, yeah. Basically, in riding high on the SEC, trying to ride with the SEC. He's all know. in, and he's in a contract year, and this dude's all in. 
But listen, he, his living and his brand has been made by covering the SEC. To say you won't acknowledge Michigan as the national champion if they win it is just stupid. All right? Yeah, not, That's not, dumber than anything yeah. that Pat McAfee's yeah. ever said, especially because he's supposed to be a journalist. Journalist! journalist. McAfee's an entertainer. Feinbaum leaning way in. Jamie Foxx got an award yesterday. If you remember, he had a massive stroke or medical situation in Atlanta six months ago. I think he was right at death's door. Ooh, he walked up to the stuff, podium man. in L.A. Here he is talking about it. So it feels good to be here. I cherish uh, every single minute now. It's different. You know, it's different. You know, it's beyond. I wouldn't wish what I what I went through on, uh, on my worst enemy because uh, it's tough when you when you when you when you almost. When it's almost over, when you see the tunnel, I saw the tunnel, I didn't see the light. It was hot in that tunnel. I'm going to the right place. I know numerous folks yep. that have been with him in Atlanta. He's in Atlanta all the time. Jamie Foxx is the guy. Treats people great. That's what I heard. Treats people wonderfully. He is the five-tool player, singer, actor, entertainer. Um, I mean, he he is. He was right there. He would have been one of those casualties where you're one of those montages when they do the Oscars. Way, way too soon. Yeah, almost. Yeah, right. Great to have Denzel, him. Back. Denzel Washington and Jamie Foxx, people that I know behind the scenes, talk that those are two dudes that are legit and, and both legit of them, human beings. Both of them spend a lot of time here in Atlanta. Of course, yep. Denzel. Had a kid play, was it Morehouse or? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. running back yeah. at Morehouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's, oh, he's the one he's that's, the one an, that's act- an actor. He's a hell of an actor, that kid. Yeah. Is that the one that's getting those big lead roles and whatnot? Yeah, he was in Tenet and yeah, uh, a few is, other movies. It is awesome. All right, uh, Lionel Messe, Time Magazine Sportsman of the Year. Um, what he's done with Apple TV, MLS, um, obviously winning a um, winning a World Cup. I mean, he is the biggest star on the planet, one of them. He got a kid from Floyd County to watch soccer. I watched soccer because of him. Right. I care less about it, but I watched it. it. Apple TV and MLS bet on him, and they're winning big. And uh, Little Messi will be here. He pissed off a lot of people about not showing up here. Well, Well, we'll talk more about that, his appearance with Argentina coming up later next year. And finally... Absolutely no surprise. Time Magazine names their person of the year. And I would say a no-brainer. Taylor Swift, I said it on the air, the most famous person on planet Earth. Right? I would, I would agree with that. The and, only, th- and the things I've read about her behind the scenes, how she's treating people, what she did for her truck drivers, gave every one of them a $100,000 bonus with taxes paid on it. She just distributed something like $20 million to yeah. everybody on the tour on yeah. top of. Yeah. By the way, did you hear her talk about Travis Kelsey? Like yesterday? We are so proud of each other. Yeah. We get along so well. We're not going to be afraid to be out in public and embrace yeah. it. Like, it's completely different. And people are trying to say, again, back to the conspiracy. You think she's dragging her ass to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, did rather you, Green did Bay? you see her plane landing Green Bay? Like, it looked like she was landing in the middle of Bremen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing that for the, for the clicks, right? Yeah. Very, very sweet. I'm sorry what she said about Travis Kelsey. Like, here's a real man, right? 
as a guy, as a kid from Floyd County, from Rome, Georgia, football guys are real men, right? You can learn a lot from that. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, I, you I, always knew how to handle women, Rusty. That's the thing with you. American Pie. <laughs> he, she's finally with a real man. Real man. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm Travis. Anyway, congrats, uh, Taylor. We'll play three strikes. We'll have some fun on some other topics. Um, tell you about some college basketball you may not have heard about as well. Steak and Rusty, Sports Radio 929 a game. Come after me. I'm a man. It's gonna be alright. Cause the players gonna play, 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 play. And the haters gonna hate, 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 baby. I'm just gonna shake, shake, shake. Now back to more of the steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 929, the game. Ten forty two Sports Radio ninety two nine the game Steak Shapiro, Rusty Manzel, Day Day, Bo, our new theme song which we're gonna have to a lot, lot of very positive response social media, lot of response today. This guy stepped up. Well he, done, he, he, Mr. CJ stepped up. I hope you're listening. You should call in CJ because we want to give you props on the air. But anyway. Um, what's our day, day? Tell, I'm finishing my three strikes. Rusty and I start talking. We're talking about Jamaica. We're talking about hedonism. Hedonism really got this crew off. We're talking about the okay. whole day. So man. I was like, oh, damn, I got to write three strikes. That's my ADD. I just I didn't get to it. So what's our big game of the night? Of course, our very own Hawks hosting the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Uh, Standings-wise, Brooklyn sitting a game ahead of us uh, in the ninth spot as we sit at 10. So pivotal game for the Hawks. They pick up the win. They can, uh, you know, move up, uh, get a game, get, get some gain on we're, the uh, we're, Nets. We're the 10 seed right now? Right, right, right now, Steak, right now. I don't even want to hear the word play in for a couple months. Oh I can't God. deal with that. Right? I'm dealing with the Falcons. I cannot hear play in with the Hulk. How much money is going to get bet day day on Christmas Day with people having a few too many uh, hotty toddies and uh, NBA games one after a? You know, there's five there's, nationally televised and there's football, right? Yeah, three, three NFL, NFL games. Yes, yeah, on full Christmas slate of Day, I'm yes. ever man. dude. Vinny Goombats, bookie down the street. <laughs> Do you know how much action is going to be going on? Oh, my God. And then think about people drinking, getting away from the family, you, you, getting you, you distracted. Get people over there. That's going to be one of the busiest betting days. Can you imagine New York where it's legalized gambling? Yeah. All the families off for the day that say, maybe I'll bet a little action today. There's five nationally televised NBA games starting at, like, noon. Back to back to back. Give me NFL the NFL. Games. Can you give me the NFL slate, Bo? And then I got to talk to Bo about my fantasy team. Playoffs are coming up. Man, I've had one of the biggest comebacks I've ever had in fantasy, and it was a miracle because, Bo, I had three players left Monday night. I had Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, and Christian Kirk. And oh, my God. I'm down 36 points going into the night. And when Christian Kirk got hurt, I said, I'm done. My boy Trevor Lawrence comes It's called through. a Monday Night Miracle. He, he waited to the fourth La- to get hurt. I won by <laughs> one point, baby. Damn. One point. Your slate on Christmas Day, you got Raiders at Chiefs. Um, okay, that's yeah. that. I'll give that game a B. Hey, Chiefs, I mean, the, the Chiefs Taylor offense Swift has been be a little there. mediocre Taylor this season. So that's, a, that, that could have playoff B. implications. Yep. Okay. Game's a B. Yep. Giants at Eagles. Uh, that game is a Mama loves you. C+. Plus. All right, your nightcap on Christmas night. 
Ravens at Niners. Oh, my Ooh. God. We. Wow. Todd Monkey versus that defense. See what he Jack can dial up. Hot. Do you remember when Michael Vick was playing Peyton Manning on Christmas night? Colts, uh, Falcons. One of the first ever. Remember, they only had was it Christmas night or Thanksgiving. I think it was a Christmas night. Where they, they added, or maybe in the first time they added the night game on Thanksgiving. It used to be just Lions and Cowboys play. I think it was maybe that Thanksgiving night. Peyton Manning of the Colts, Michael Vick of the Falcons, and I think Vick, that was the year he goes away. Gave, yeah, that was the way. So the networks are like, oh, did we say Mike Vick? We met uh, Doug Johnson or whoever was the replacement. Doug Johnson. Yeah, no, I think that I got it right. Anyway, here's our three strikes questions. Pat McAfee, yay or nay? Pat McAfee, yay or nay? Worst trip. Your worst trip. Is there one you remember? Like to what city? Yeah, city, okay. hotel, yeah. Okay. where you ended up, like yeah. parents dragged you somewhere, right? And then team that had the most swagger. You talk about the 49ers right now. Yeah. Team that had the most swagger. The Bears of 86 are one of those teams. Ask Kevin Butler about that. You know, Walter Payton over here, Richard Dent over there, Mike Singletary, uh, Jim McMahon. Uh, Willie Galt, you know. Um, I will say 01 Miami Hurricanes with Jeremy Shockey, Kellen Winslow. Damn, that's a good one. Dude, they came out. Not only would they kick your ass on Thursday and Friday night in South Beach, yeah. you were toting one when you played that bunch. I took the uh, go ahead. Uh, the Ravens team, the one Super Bowl. Was, they had uh, some, yeah, man. Fair Goose swag. and all them dudes. Yeah. And Ray, Ray started with Ray Lewis. Yeah. They won. Uh, how many did Ray Lewis win? He won two, right? I don't know, but I know when Ray Lewis would come out by himself with that smoke and that dance, like you better have your chin strap buckled I'm because at, somebody's about to get popped. I'm at the Super Bowl because um, I go into school at Tulane in New Orleans. By the way, the phone number, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. I'm at Pat O'Brien's. It's 115. It's Saturday night. Oof. And I'm sitting in one of these troughs they have at Paddo's where you take a, a oh, yeah. you know, relieve yourself. Oh, yeah. No, you're relieving yourself. Of that hurricane. Jim McMahon is standing next to me. Game's the next day. That's how worried he was. I said, shouldn't you be in bed by now, buddy? Like some snot-nosed 20-year-old. <laughs> and he just turns and goes, go F yourself. And I was like, oh, that went well. <laughs> Bill Belichick showed up at that Super Bowl. Nobody knew who he was. Yep. He was at Pat O'Brien's on a Tuesday night in a baseball cap, by himself, drinking a hurricane. Nobody recognized him or bothered him. I recognized him because I because and literally untouched. Nineteen eighty six. Sorry, sorry. Eighty five. No, no. The Super Bowl they end up winning years later. Sorry, okay. different deal. When Belichick is coach, that team in eighty six was coached by Raymond Barry. Then there was the Parcells Super Bowl team, and then the Belichick one, which is years later. Brady's first one which is 2001, 2001, we're covering the Super Bowl for, for 790 The Zone, and we're out at Pat O'Brien's, and he's out there by himself. Nobody recognized him or bothered him. Damn. Right? Crazy stuff. 404-726-0929. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. By the way, 10 o'clock hour brought to you by mancavestore.com. Frank in Fayetteville. Frank, Pat McAfee, yay or nay? Big yay. Worst trip? 
Quebec City, my senior year of high school. I uh, drinking age of Canada's 18, and so was I. <laughs> Team that had the most swagger. Man, Rusty stole it. It's the 01 Hurricanes. Yeah, Thanks, dude. buddy. John and LaGrange. Pat McAfee, yay or nay, John? Absolutely nay. Worst trip? Went to Cleveland. Just cool. <laughs> Team that had the most swagger. You know, I was going to say Jimmy Johnson's Hurricanes, but I'll just switch to uh, Lou Holtz's uh, Notre Dame Rocket, team. Rocket, that, Ishmael uh, and Chris, Rocket Ishmael, Chris Zorich, and that bunch. And uh, Jimmy and Jimmy and Lou in the uh, parking lot scrapping. Said, leave, leave, leave the coach to me. See ya. Yep. Jeff in Atlanta. Let's get a few more calls. 404-726-0929. Hey, Jeff, uh, give me... Pat McAfee, yay or nay? Nay. Worst trip? San Francisco. Team that had the most swagger? I like Bradshaw, Joe Green, and those boys. A lot of swagger with that group. Yeah, man. Mike Webster, these are tough guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack Jack Lambert. That coat commercial with Mean Joe Green. Yeah, Mean Joe Green. Franco Harris. Steel Curtain. Swan and Stallworth. Uh, you got Rocky Blyer coming out of Vietnam. I think and people drank some beer and tailgating back in with the Steelers. Hey, Mike Bell's neighbor, Pat McAfee, yay or nay? Uh, I'll give him a nay. Worst trip? First time I had to go to the clinic when I was 16. And <laughs> <laughs> Team that had the most swagger. I'm going to have to go basketball, man. I'm riding with the original dream team. Yeah, Fab Five would be pretty good too. How about the? Uh, you just say Fab Five. Fab Five had. They had the ultimate. Yeah, they had the. You're the one. Your daughter My loves daughter that documentary. Watch that damn thing. She watches it once a month to this day. She loves the part where they basically told Nike, "You know what? We'll turn these socks inside out." And they came out to that game against Illinois with their socks inside out, and they were like, and Nike flipped out. How about those shorts when they decided this is how we're going to wear these? How about when the Illinois student section was chanting, just say no to Jalen Rose, and he hit that game winner on him? <laughs> that that thing is incredible. That's a great call. It is an incredible. That's a great call. Yep. All right. Andy and Randy coming up. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.